I love Georgia Southern. Yeah, Excuse me. Because that 2.30 kickoff with their garbage offense, hey. we were home by what, 10? No, whoa, no. We were home. Oh, wait, like, it was like 9. Yeah, it was like 8.45 we got home. That game ended in less than three hours. Yes. So thank you, Georgia Southern, yeah, for being that was a, incredible. a terrible team with a terrible offense. I was I was prepared to get home at like 11. Right, because usually these 3.30 kickoffs, we're literally getting home, especially if you get a meal, yeah. you get home at midnight, 1 a.m. This was great. It was wonderful. We caught the the whole, uh, almost the whole game of Oklahoma Oklahoma State. Great game. Cuddled up, watch you know eating pizza. It was great. I mean, you and I weren't cuddled up, but I you know, it was a. It was me and you. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We can we can leave it. We can leave it. We can leave it. So thank you, Georgia Southern. You know, I, we always talk about the rivalry and you know deeper than hate, but I appreciate it. I we, hope Clay Helton doesn't change the offense now. I want to keep exactly as is. Yeah. I am. Let me just say this: for all games, I am in favor of two thirty. For football on Saturday, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that. But uh, basketball at six thirty, nah. Yeah, uh, basketball six thirty is nah. I think the problem with football though being at two thirty consistently is national television because two thirty is not a TV. Slot. I guess is that really a factor for us? I mean, I realistically. Mean, well, but for ESPN Plus games like this, no. Yeah, like, if, if we're going to be on ESPN Plus, I would rather be on at 2.30, save part of our day, yeah. not drive in the middle of the night. Um, But I would also like all games to be on national TV, so. Oh, you can't have both. No, that's, <laughs> you know. Next season, we'll be playing South Alabama on ABC. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we've got a, a jam-packed episode. We've got to talk about our basketball team's uh, – Pretty pitiful performance in yeah. uh, whatever that tournament was the called. Golf Coach Showcase. Um, the Georgia Southern game, we have it on right here in the closing 6.4 seconds. Uh, basketball against Hartford, 0-5. I did not realize 0-6 now. Um, but we want to give you all a reminder of the Furman road trip, December 10th, a Friday at 7 o'clock at Furman in Greenville, South Carolina. We officially have a group ticket link through Furman. The way they do it is super cool and, and super easy. It's literally just a unique link. All you have to do, anyone can use it. You just use that link, and as soon as you pur- uh, you finish your purchase, it's automatically grouping you with us. Yep. The seats are behind our bench. 15 bucks, it's a $5 discount, so it's super easy. And again, that's a Friday night, 7 o'clock. It may be later, but either way, it's convenient, right? It's regional, and it's a, it's a good team. It should be a competitive game. So use that link. We'll put it in. Uh, we'll put it in the description of this episode. We'll have it on Twitter and everything like that. So it'd be nice to have a big turnout. I think it'd be absolutely. Sick. I mean, Furman doesn't have like a real section. Yeah, Furman doesn't have too big of a uh, an arena. And with it being a Friday night, it'll probably be a big crowd. And it'd be cool if we could be, uh, you know, sell that thing out and, and you know all combined. I think that'd be sick. Yep. And our gold will look good against their purple as well. So oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the drip code is gold. So we stand out. By the way. Uh, and now we're final against Hartford. We won 69-59. The fellas got in at the last minute. Whoa. Yeah. That's Andrew nice. Automatic was in Cha-ching. there. Sasha. <laughs> but you know what? It's time to grip it and rip it, baby. Let's get into it. Welcome back. You're in the gold room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. All 
All right, let's talk about the Georgia Southern game. An absolutely beautiful performance from App State, mm-hmm. um, especially the defense not letting Georgia Southern in the end zone. I was hoping for that shutout, man. I was too, but to keep him <laughs> to keep him from scoring was was uh, a touchdown was enough for me. Yeah, I think. Um, and, and I don't know. Did you see Georgia Southern's hype video where they burned? Yeah, uh, I didn't see that until after the game. But me neither. Um, I, I guess their all was three points. They're Yikes. all is not enough. Yikes. Uh, wow, that program is... Um, I mean, it's kind of hard for them because they're in a lame duck spot where you have your next head coach, but he's not doing anything right now. Right. Like, you ain't got a bowl game. The division is figured out. Chamish is figured out. Exactly. It's not even like they could play spoiler to us. It's, if, if they had beaten us, nothing would have happened. Literally. It would have sucked, but we still would have we played for a ring. ranked. Yeah, like... Yeah. It, Ah, so that game, uh, they're not good. No, (laughs) no, no. Uh, shout out to our seniors. I love that Hennigan had a great game. Um, you know, for a guy that looks like Hennigan, you'd think he was like 400 pounds of muscle the way these dudes cannot tackle him. Yeah. I mean that one reception where the dude was piggyback right in. It looked like a cape for yards. Yeah. That was humiliating. And then his touchdown where the defender just got lost. Yeah. I mean, they do doed too close to the he, sun. He had no idea, yeah. <laughs> Jalen Virgil, for the second year in a row, against Georgia Southern with a kickoff return. Yeah, well, and I think this could be so interesting to see because now Virgil is tied with Darrington Evans for most kickoff return touchdowns in program history with three. With two games left. With two games left, do they kind of... Do they try to get him that record? Do they kind of scheme up some special teams trickery, or do they just tell him like during the bowl game, just like return everything, just yeah. go, just go? Yeah, I um and I remember last year against Southern when he ran that back. Um, Adam Witten on the radio call said social distancing from Jalen Virgil, and then this year cool. he did it again. Yeah, he said it, another social distancing touchdown. I think they even had a clip of Virgil he recorded at some point during media. Of him yelling another social distancing touchdown from Jalen Virgil. Hey, social distance is a good nickname. That's sick. Yeah. That's cool. Well, it is. I guess it is sick. <clears throat> so shout out Jalen Virgil. Great touchdown. Uh, kickoff returns are probably one of the most exciting things that can happen in a football game. And never do. No. Like, it's one of those that like you associate kickoff touchdowns so much with football. But I, you can go a whole Saturday of watching every game and not see one. Yeah, that's what makes it. And, like, I mean, Virgil and Ev- and Evans are tied with three. Yes. Uh, and that's career. program history. Yeah. Um, I would like to see someone who's, like, a stats guru figure out who was the – before Virgil, who was the last person to have a kickoff return touchdown against the same opponent in back-to-back years? years? That would be interesting to see. Yeah. Because the odds of that happening are so – that's such a specific scenario. That is – for that to happen. Um, so, all, all props to Jalen Virgil. Chase Bryce was looking pretty good. Yeah. Was, uh, especially first half, Chase Bryce was, he threw some of the prettiest balls, A, that I've seen him throw ever, and B, I've seen any App State quarterback throw. You know, it, it would have been another touchdown. Christian Wells. We, you know. Yeah, that drop to Christian catch that. Wells, that was an NFL throw. I mean, that was a beautiful, beautiful ball into the bread basket. I mean, it was – you could not have thrown a better ball. There's no way you could have. And one thing that was interesting about that game was that um, – I don't know what the final total was, but we basically had no run game. No. 
like Peoples Noel. I, I don't. I know Castle got in the end, but I don't even know if Daytrick played. Um, Daytrick played. Daytrick played, especially we, in that fourth quarter. I mean, we literally may have had 60, 80 yards combined. Yeah. At least is what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, and I think part part of that was that was a strength of Georgia Southern's defense was the run game, and I think. Clark and the offensive staff kind of knew going into the game the run game was not going to be the emphasis. It really, I mean, was never the focus. Mm-mm. Even in the first half, it wasn't like they tried to establish the run and it didn't work. I mean, they they got pass happy very quickly. Yeah. So, and that's cool because we're usually not a, a pass heavy team, but it worked out super well. Yep. And it was fun to watch. It was. It made really, really good. Yeah. You know, Saturday afternoon watching. I love seeing our, Hennigan got a touchdown. Malik got a touchdown. Virgil Sutton, got a touchdown. Yeah, Sutton. Did Sutton get a touchdown? No, Sutton. I think was the only one that didn't get a touchdown. So I mean, hey, three or four day. on senior day. Yeah. I'll take that anytime. Uh, funniest thing I saw was Nears Mello throwing out his own shirts. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that was unbelievable to watch Nears Mello throw his own merch and then for security to be like, you can't do that. <laughs> that was unreal. I mean, if, shout out to a shout out to Nears Mello for attempting that and having his own merch, having his for own free. merch and attempting that is, uh, <laughs> I never thought of that. B shout out to the security at the front gate that noticed him walk in with a you know bag of t-shirts and said nothing if further anyone, further going with my theory that you could bring anything yes. to an app state game if anyone doesn't know who nears mellow is the rise of nears mellow is fascinating this is a student if you know that the, the I don't, edm electronic i don't know it's some sort of step. dance music yeah he, he's like dead mouse but but he wears a marshmallow it's marshmallow head and a student has taken that, and he just wears that to App State games. He's got, like, it all dripped out in App State stuff. It's cool. He's into the games, you know? It's all love. I mean, we're, he, we're poking fun at him, but he's dedicated. He's DJed a couple volleyball games. Right. So, you know, and good for him for putting himself out there. It's not, I mean, like I said, we're literally poking fun at him right now, but he's still doing it. So, yeah. good for him. It's something that he loves doing, so it's, shout it's, out to it's him. It's super creative, too. I mean, like, he... It is, yeah. and the cameras love him. He's on TV every goddamn oh, yeah. game. Oh my god! Like, yeah, <laughs> but see, see him just like, like <laughs> telling the crowd to get loud. And <laughs> and that was the funniest thing I've ever, ever, ever seen. I don't know. There was something that was almost as funny that happened during the game. What was it? Uh, Big C was honored oh, as the alumni no. of the game. Which, you know, I think that's really cool, having Big C as the Olympic. Yeah, and he brought out all his homies, which exactly. he didn't have to do. That was really cool, that too, was that awesome. he brought all his friends down on the field. That's, like, the dream. I mean, Big C is the App State fan. World's he, most famous. World's, it, it's not a lie. That's right. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know if he sent in the wrong picture <laughs> or somebody in the marketing staff didn't like him that day. They picked the goofiest <laughs> picture of a human I've ever seen. And his photo came up, and, hey, we love Big C. The crowd laughed. <laughs> they, they got a goof off yes. and on Big C. I, I, I don't know what happened there. I'd love to hear from Big C how right. that happened. But. I like to think that his friends picked the photo. Yeah, I. that's my hope is that he let, like, TK High Country and the <laughs> other guys, Hunter Phillips, like, he, he let them. He said, you guys pick the picture. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Big C. I mean, for real, it's all love. He, uh, he's he been doing this for since, I mean, we were not even existent, I yes. suppose. So, yeah. 
Um, and it was really cool that he brought out all his friends too. Cause I usually when the alumni of the game, they go out there with like, you know, their family or whatever. Or, and he, he had 20 goons with yes. him in tow. So that was awesome. And, was and TK so cool. High Country, you said he looked like a grandma, which he did. He no, had, I did not say he looked like a grandma. Dude, did Cone Matrix say that? Cone Matrix said My that. girlfriend said that he had his, like, Christmas App State sweater. He had his gray hair to ponytail. He did look like a grandma. <laughs> I said he looked like if Jack Black wasn't an actor. <laughs> but it was, he was just sitting in the corner doing a little queen wave, you know, hand side to side, a little cup motion. Uh, but, yeah, so that was cool. It was cool so cool, though. Yeah. Like, that, I would love one day to just That'd be, be like, sick. post it up with the homies on the field yeah yeah that was awesome so shout out big c shout out to all of them for being part of that and um shout out for, to winning alumni of the game shout yeah, out uh, i guess honor. shout out geico i guess is i think geico? they do it is it oi crap cakes it's <laughs> my favorite commercial uh is that it is that all to talk about with georgia oh the dude at the door at the gate uh he almost confiscated my water because yes. on my way up i think it was scott watkins tweeted that there's a brand of water called like uh, I want. I know it's not Wakisha, but I, I it's like Wawakia or something like that, and it's like Hawaiian volcano water, not volcano water, volcanic. Wa- that doesn't it, it, clarify it, anything. No, it doesn't. It's water from a volcano, allegedly, and it's in this fancy bottle, and the the label makes it look like a turquoise. So I brought it in, and the dude's digging through my bag, and he's like, "You can't bring this in." I was like, "It's sealed," thinking that he was talking about, about you know you can't bring in unsealed water. And he looks at, it, he reads the label, he goes, "Oh." It is water. I think he said people buying all this foo-foo water. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he thought I was just bringing in just like sealed straight liquor. liquor into the game. And I just had it at the top of my bag. No, instead, it's just Oahu tap water and a funny <laughs> bottle. <laughs> it was good water. I, I thought it was uh, not volcanic. It didn't smell like sulfur or anything like that, which was a plus. It's actually it's probably good. You probably didn't want sulfur. Right. Always a plus. So uh, deeper than hate, 27-3. That's a big dub. Uh, two wins in a row. Uh, I think we still have the series by a couple wins, which is great. So on to next year, and hopefully it stays at the end of the year. I think that's awesome. And hopefully Georgia Southern's competitive, so that game actually means something other than just a rivalry. Yeah. It actually has some well, weight to be, it. Be, uh, hopefully it's a Saturday in Statesboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, and, uh, uh, that's the only Saturday I ever <laughs> Only Saturday everyone was in uh, Statesboro. So let's move on to our the happenings around Kearns & Co., the basketball team. But first... Use Gold Room 15. Ooh. Use Gold Room 15. HouseUnitedSports.com and Use Gold Room 15. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. HouseUnitedSports.com. You know the drill. Give me the bill. House United Sports. <laughs> House United. HouseUnitedSports.com. Percentage of all profits go back to the Yosem Club to support our student, our student athletes. Use the code GOLDROOM15 to get 15% off your entire purchase. Parker, bring us in. What happened with basketball this week? Uh, basketball? Uh, they, uh, they went... They got a sunk. They, they weren't they, too good. They, they, they were bad. They were bad in the tournament. Uh, they dropped some games that they really, really shouldn't have. It was well. First of all, this tournament is sponsored by Hertz, which right off the bat, eh, you got big money. You know, you ain't, you ain't sponsoring yeah. bowl games. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we got the it's the Hertz Gulf Coast Showcase. Is that what it's Gulf called? Gulf Coast Showcase. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's already oil on the shores of this this tournament. 
Yeah, so, why isn't it the Exxon Gulf Coast showcase? Right, right. The BP oil spill. <laughs> you know, the 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 you know all the Pelicans still have oil on their beak and stuff. Um, but yeah, we went. Uh, who did we play? Uh, who all did we play? Started with um, Delaware. Yes. The Bulls. And then we <laughs> lost to Delaware. Yes. Uh, then we played. Um, that was just day two. We played. Uh, I don't know. We won. <laughs> <laughs> and then we yeah, look that up real quick. And then the third day we played Vermont and we lost on a buzzer beater. Um, because on a game that was not available on the internet. Listen, all these other games we found pirated streams and we sent no the, problem. We sent the links out and we had a whole squad watching this. But for some reason, the the fifth place game or seventh Akron. place game we beat or Akron. Akron, we yes, beat Akron by twelve. Who beat Ohio State earlier? No, right? they lost by one to Ohio. Correct. State. Okay. Um. So yeah, we uh flow hoops TV or whatever. We easily found links for all the other broadcasts. But something about this uh fifth place finish, man, they had it locked down. I mean, it was like uh it was like in Monsters Inc. when they like find the sock on the dude and put the little dome on it, blow it up. Yeah. That was this game, Whoa. the fifth place finish. I'm gonna rant about Flow Hoops for a second. Hey, I'm gonna push the mic away. Go ahead. It's first off, it's thirty dollars a month if you want to be a Flow Hoops subscriber, mm. which is stupid. And so, is so, it ESPN Plus six? Yes. <laughs> and ESPN Plus, you get so much. I mean, you get access to the entire ESPN library. You get a lot of perks. Flow Hoops is thirty dollars a month. Uh, they sponsor some tournaments. They had. I know they had this one. They had the Baja Mar Hoops tournament. And then they do, like, Big Ten games. I would be furious if I was a Big Ten basketball fan. They have Big Ten games on Flow Hoops? I'm 90% sure our game with Michigan a couple years ago is Flow, uh, Flow Hoops game. That's why I I'd radio, I radioed that game. That sounds like, right. Yeah, I had to listen to the radio broadcast because it was fucking Flow Hoops. That may be right. I apologize for my language, but... Yeah, jeez. Parker. Sorry. Oh that makes God. me mad. Uh, I'm Will Strickland. I'm Parker Stone. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just a ridiculous amount of money for... First off, poor quality streams. You uh, know, like the dude uh, that was, like, unconfidently making jokes? Yeah, there were some weird commentary. Like, the color commentator, he would literally, like, make a joke, and you could hear his voice, like, quivering. Like, ah, this is not funny. And then funny. he would just, like compare everything to NBA players like in the Akron game you've compared one of their players to Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> I promise you I promise you the, he shares no quality no one we played last season no one we will play this season no. resembles Giannis no <laughs> that's why he's Giannis that's why you don't compare random college basketball players to LeBron James they're not LeBron James they are nothing like LeBron James there's a reason LeBron didn't go to college there's a reason Giannis didn't go to college. We don't get. We don't go here to play school. We go here to play football. Exactly. Famous Cardale Jones uh, quote. Was that officially a quote, or is uh, that? I we're gonna say it was. Okay. Fail for Cardale. Shout out to the Browns. That didn't go well. Uh, uh, let's talk about Delaware. Unless you have more to rain about, you you go ahead. No. You know, get out. Just here. Put it on get ESPN Plus or put it on TV or make it free. No, you put it on Twitch. Twitch, I don't... Or put coffee on, or... You, do a YouTube live stream. You'll make more money. Hey, we'll, Making we'll do that. Making $30 that I am going to use for three games ever is not worth it. Yeah. It happened. And it happened. So quit for, asking. For streams that look 
as good or worse than the ones we do for ESPN Plus already. Right. Let's talk about Delaware. The Blue Wings. The good. Delph had a career night. Yeah. 39 points. Delph's playing out of his mind. He made nine shots straight, right? Yeah. Which was, uh, I think, was a record of the tournament or something. I it don't know. It was a tournament record. Either way, that's huge. Ridiculous. Nine in a row. Uh, the bat, we lost. Yeah. Which means that Delph was the only one playing. Which he was. And it reminded us of, I think it was 2017, uh, when Shabazz, one of our, the all-time greats, he go we go to Adam Monroe. Shabazz drops like, what? Over 40. It's like, it was like 46. 40, it's 46, 47. I mean, like ridiculous numbers for a college game. That's insane for a yes. college game. And we lose. Yeah. You know, that's what it felt like. We had that game in control for the majority. Uh, we went into the second half, I think, either with a lead or one possession game. We had a pretty sizable lead at one point. And that was the strangest experience just watching that game slip away. Just shot by shot, turnover by turnover, missed free throw by missed free throw. It just, poof. Yep. Just vanished. Evaporated. And that was worrisome, the way that game went. Yeah. Well, and that's what's crazy is you have a guy shoot for 39 and you lose the game by seven. That's bad. And there was only one other player on our team, Justin Forrest, who had 10 points. He was the only other player who scored more than five points. How do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. No. That's uh, uh, The numbers stand out. I mean, we did not rebound well. At all, our leading rebounder was R.J. Duhart, who had six, and then mm. below that it was Michael Monesey, who had four. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's not good. Nope. Um, so that was tough. So definitely, kind of a little worry, little on edge after that game that we let it slip away like that, especially with a, a career night. We, I mean, we wasted it. I remember Devin Booker dropped seventy, and they lost. Yeah, it's like okay, what does that mean? You lost. You know, it's cool for a night, but doesn't really get you anywhere um but then we went into the second game and we played very well against akron Mm -hmm. and i was really impressed with the turnaround i thought mentally that said a lot about our team that we can have a really puzzling loss like that and forget about it move on and win um and that you'll notice if you look at the box score we shared the ball a lot more yep you had three guys with over 10 points yeah, we didn't just have Delfino going off. We had multiple dudes. And you don't need to have multiple dudes dropping 30. No. You got multiple dudes dropping 10. Well, and we controlled the game, too, on the glass. We had four guys record over five rebounds. Exactly. It's the little things, you know? You don't yeah. need to have monster stats that ESPN covers. No. You just got to share the love. Well, and that's how this this team is built to be a defense-first team mm-hmm. that controls the game and scores efficiently. Yep. Which is not what happened against Delaware. No. No, and the more the deeper we get into the season, we're now 4 and 4, so 8 games in, the more it shows we're a team where everyone has to contribute offensively. Yep. Everyone. And our bench is already much more productive than last year, which is is a great sign. Yes, absolutely. But we are not a team where we can have one dude drop 25-30 and everyone else plays their role, they fill the gaps and we win. Because if one dude's dropping 25, that means everyone else can't hit anything. And they just got to feed that one dude. So really love that game against Akron. And then we go into the fifth place finish. Had that on lockdown. FBI was looking for streams. Uh, 
and we lose on a buzzer beater to Vermont. Yeah. Because respectfully, 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 Delfino got cooked. I mean... At the end. Yeah, that was a tough move. He um, did hit 1,000 career points, though. Yeah. But, yeah, he got cooked. That was a tough step back. I think yeah. I think they were prepared for Vermont to try to tie it and not go for the win. But, yeah. That's how it went. Um, listen on the radio. Let me tell you what. Listening to a buzzer beater on oh, the radio... it is so defeating. It's, like, worse than watching yes, it on TV. Because so, you're picturing it in your head. It is It is so much worse. Because I remember our, our, uh, our radio guy, announcer, or whatever... He phrased it as, and the shot goes down. And I was like, oh, he missed it. And then a few seconds later, final score, uh, Vermont, Vermont wins. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you just said the shot went yeah. down. And then I had to look around to get footage of the of the shot. and oh, Yeah, when Vermont posted it, it was, oh. Yeah. Because Delph had hit a big three to Six. go up by one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. But, but, yeah, so that game, again, we played better. Um, Mike has been in a bit of a slump on and off this season. He did much better in the tournament, which yeah. is very, very yeah. nice. I think yeah. he had a game where he had, like, 14 points, a yeah. couple rebounds, which is great to see because we need Mike. And yep. slumps are devious. They are difficult, difficult things to snap out of. So it was really good seeing him come back. Yeah. Uh, and as much as it's like he hates to lose on a buzzer beater, I think we did build a little momentum over those last two games, actually playing team basketball again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that was big. Yeah. You know, silver linings, I guess. Yeah. No moral victories, but you got to take something, we can I guess. Get. I mean, especially with Mike starting to score a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Charlotte lost. He only had, you know, five points. And five, that's probably a reason. He shot the it's ball. probably part of it. He shot the ball a lot that game. Mm-hmm. So... I think we're trending up. I mean, we got looking ahead. We we just beat Hartford tonight. Good win. That was a bad team, and we won it definitively. Absolutely. That's all you have to do. We've got Boyce College coming up on Wednesday. We should be seeing a lot of fellas. <laughs> all the fellas. Absolutely. And then we got nine days off. Oh, nine days before Furman. Oh my God! Are we you play, serious? We play this upcoming Wednesday night against Boyce College, and then we do not play until the following Friday. I think that's Herman. bad. I would say probably as well because you're not going to really be challenged against Boyce College, right? So now I mean, you're going to have tape. No offense <laughs> to Boyce College, respectfully, respectfully. They're not even in the NCAA, respectfully. They're they're in some sort of Christian college association of we have less than 100 students at our school, respectfully. Of course, half their half their student body is the basketball team, respectfully. <laughs> For all the Boyce fans out there, <laughs> all of them, uh, literally all four. Yeah, their parents. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough going into Furman. Uh, I did not realize that. After that much of... That's not good. No, especially because... Well, let me... This is bad. This is bad. Well, actually, this is... This is this is really bad. This is really bad. Furman's already beat Louisville this season. Ay, 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 ay. But they lost to Belmont, which is a weird turnaround, and they've lost to Navy. Okay. And then they've... They've cre- they they creamed Radford. They beat USC Upstate by ten. They've got three games now. We've only we only play one game before we play them. They have three games. We get High Point, Charleston, and uh, Winthrop. Mm, not the ideal 
no. lead in, I would say. No, no, but it could be worse, I guess. I don't know. And something else interesting, um, you may be asking, why aren't we planning a road trip to Chapel Hill? Duke, you already going to that game. We, yeah. we ain't got to coordinate nothing. Well, and like, it's also hard to ask people to do that because those tickets are considerably more expensive than right. going to Furman. But Furman plays Chapel Hill. They're the game before we play Chapel Hill. Yes. So that would be good to yeah. kind of see how we match up. That, you yeah, know, it's they, not, they, they play us and then two days later they play Chapel Hill. Right. And of course, it's, I mean, college basketball is weird. I mean, Akron goes toe-to-toe with Ohio State and loses to us. By 10. You know, respectfully to us. Respectfully, respectfully. respectfully. But, uh, you know, that's not equal. Yeah, <laughs> and then... Uh, that Duke game is looking worse and worse on the It horizon. sure does. Good it's, lord. It is. <laughs> Duke is now the number one team in the country. Wow. They are. Uh, that's going to be a. Gonzaga. That's going to be a toughie. Um, but, hey, but what an experience. Yeah. What an experience. We'll probably be on TV. Uh, yeah. I hope, that'll probably be a, at least an ACC network game at worst. Yeah. I mean, the number one team. The guy gets something. Oh, absolutely. You put them on TV every chance you get. Right. And then, you know, five days later, back in the triangle. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yeah, any other thoughts about the, the last, uh, I guess, four games that basketball has played? Um, I think we got to put this stretch behind us and reevaluate, you know, how we play team ball. And I think we had the last couple games through starting social science. I think tonight against Hartford, we played really good team mm-hmm. ball. Uh, Michael Eads, I think, needs to have meaningful minutes in every game. He's been he's been popping off. He did not have that against Delaware. Yeah, he had no minutes, zero no, minutes. He didn't play. Yeah. So, I think Eads it, having that shooter off the bench right now is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, he was draining stuff tonight. I mean, yeah. he, when he's on, he's on, and he plays really, really, really tough defense. So mm-hmm. that's someone I I I really want to see against. I guess Furman. I, I'm not going to, you know, analyze the boys' college. Game. I don't know if you are. Uh, but that's the one who I really need to see going forward play. Yep, I agree. So, remember, everyone, December 10th, Friday, we are playing at Furman. Uh, there's going to be a link in the details of this podcast episode, but just go to our Twitter. We'll have the link everywhere. Use that link. Even if you don't want to sit with us, you get $5 off. Okay? Just use yep. just use, just use the damn exactly. link. You can tell us you hate us and that we're annoying and that my otter cost Use the link. Stupid. Use the link. That's right. Uh, also use Goldroom15 at HowStateHighSports.com. 15% off everything you purchase. And, yeah, we will see you. We'll do another episode between them, but we will see you at the Furman game. To paddle the paladins. And furlough Furman.